Papa's, the young Princess Volkonsky. Prince Vasily only added, Is she rich? Your young princess. Her father is very rich and miserly. He lives in the country. You know, the notorious Prince Volkonsky, retired under the late emperor, and nicknamed the Prussian King. He's a very clever man, but eccentric and tedious. The poor little thing is as unhappy as possible. Her brother, it is, who has lately been married to Lisa Meinen, an adjutant of Kutuzov's. He'll be here this evening. Listen, Anna, said the prince, suddenly taking his companion's hand. Arrange this matter for me, and I am your faithful servant for ever and ever. She's a good family and well off, that's all I want. And with the freedom, familiarity, and grace that distinguished him, he took the maid of honor's hand and kissed it. Well, said Anna Pavlovna, considering, I'll talk to Lisa, the wife of young Volkonsky, this very evening, and perhaps it can be arranged. I'll try my apprentice hand as an old maid in your family. Anna Pavlovna's drawing room gradually began to fill. The people of the highest distinction in Petersburg were there, people very different in ages and characters, but alike in the set in which they moved. The daughter of Prince Vasily, the beauty, Ellen, the young Princess Bolkonsky, who was there, celebrated as the most seductive woman in Petersburg. She had been married the previous winter, and was not now going out into the great world on account of her interesting condition, but was still to be seen at small parties. Prince Hippolyte, the son of Prince Vasily, came too. Soon after the little princess, there walked in a massively built stout young man in spectacles with a cropped head, light breeches in the mode of the day, with a high lace ruffle and a ginger-coloured coat. This stout young man was the illegitimate son of a celebrated dandy of the days of Catherine, Count Bezuhoff, who was now dying at Moscow. He had not yet entered any branch of the service. He had only just returned from abroad, where he had been educated, and this was his first appearance in society. Anna Pavlovna greeted him with a nod reserved for persons of the very lowest hierarchy in her drawing-room. But in spite of this greeting, Anna Pavlovna's countenance showed signs on seeing Pierre of uneasiness and alarm, such as is shown at the sight of something too big and out of place. Though Pierre certainly was somewhat bigger than any of the other men in the room, this expression could only have reference to the clever, though shy, observant and natural look that distinguished him from everyone else in the drawing-room. "'It is very kind of you, Monsieur Pierre, to have come tonight.' In reply to her, Pierre murmured something unintelligible. Getting rid of this unmannerly young man by introducing him to another of her guests, she returned to her duties, keeping her eyes and ears open, ready to fly to the assistance at any point where the conversation was flagging, just as the foreman of a spinning mill settles the workpeople in their places, walks up and down the works, and noting any stoppages or unusual creaking or too loud a whir in the spindles, goes up hurriedly, slackens the machinery, and sets it going properly. So Anna Pavlovna, walking about her drawing-room, went up to any circle that was pausing or too loud in conversation, and by a single word or change of position, set the conversation or machine going again in its regular decorous way. But in the midst of these cares, a special anxiety on Pierre's account could still be discerned in her. Pierre had been educated abroad, and this party at Anna Pavlovna's 
was the first at which he had been present in Russia. He knew all the intellectual lights of Petersburg gathered together here, and his eyes strayed about like a child's in a toy shop. Anna Pavlovna's soiree was in full swing when another guest walked into the drawing-room. This was the young prince Andrei Balkonsky, the husband of the little princess. Prince Balkonsky was a very handsome young man, of medium height, with clear, clean-cut features. Everything in his appearance, from his weary, bored expression to his slow, measured step, formed the most striking contrast to his lively little wife. Obviously, all the people in the drawing-room were familiar figures to him, and more than that, he was unmistakably so sick of them that even to look at them and to listen to them was a weariness to him. Of all the wearisome faces, the face of his pretty wife seemed to bore him most.